Hi, everybody. I'm Deacon Dave, and welcome to day 272 of Silence in the Year, along with layperson Lisa, out here in the uh, blessed... Solanus Station Waterfall feature. Yes, out, out front in the Butterfly Garden by layperson Lisa. What's the problem, Lisa? Can you see the double waterfall? Uh, no. Okay. You can see the... Uh, okay, thank you. But anyway, we are into a new section of the book. Okay, and the title of this section is God's Silence in the Face of Evil Unleashed. And he's basically talking about suffering and evil in the world and that there's really no good explanation for it. In fact, he says that it is irretrievable, which is our word of the day, okay. right? Okay. And I don't even know that we came up with a title no, we did it. for this one. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's evil has no explanation. Lisa's going to write that down. But what's really interesting is actually, Lisa, over the last couple of days in my morning reflection and reading and spending time with God, that I have been reading kind of like the uh, Catholic Study Bible. And I'm getting ready to read Job. But what I did was, is I read the five or six pages of, which they're big, they're like double column, small lettered pages in that study okay. Bible, uh, of kind of the background of Job and, and, and what's happening with Job and and how it's written and, and everything that happens in it. So it's kind of like a summary of the entire book. Okay. But it was just talking about the fact that that suffering is all is not related necessarily to, you know, whether we've sinned or whether we've done something wrong. And Cardinal Sarah is saying in here, you know, there's a lot of tragic things that have happened throughout the, the history of man, um, you know, genocides all over the world, uh, young children who die for no reason or at the hands of someone who does something really bad. And when we try to understand these things and why God would let them ha happen, he pretty much says that evil is the irrational par excellence, something irretrievable, something that reason really cannot make sense of. And I think this is very true because there are a lot of things that happen in our lives, big or small, due to no fault of our own, Lisa, yet they can take control of our hearts control of our lives in a way that God doesn't want them to, right? And so often we talk about poverty of spirit, right? Leaning into God. When evil strikes, when suffering is occurring, poverty of spirit is so very important that we lean into the one person that we need in all of life, and that is Jesus Christ. Make sure you talk loudly, Lisa, because we have traffic going by. Yes. Well, I was just talking to somebody yesterday who said that she thought something happened to her because of bad choices that she made. And I said that things happen because of the evil that's in this world. So people do believe that things happen to them because of things that they did. And sure, there are certain decisions that we can make that affect, you know, that, 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 uh, unfortunate circumstances or unfortunate things happen but what she was describing was not that yeah no. so there are consequences to actions that we might sure, take sure. right yeah in our life and so some of the things that happen to us are a direct consequence consequence of actions we've taken but like i have i was in a car accident a, a, a month or so ago yeah and i was just sitting at the stoplight on the side drinking my cup of coffee and I watched a car turn left and get T-boned. Yeah. And somehow the car that got T-boned spun around and backed into my truck. 
I was just sitting there. Yeah. I wasn't running any lights or doing anything. Right. And sometimes, and it did $6,000 worth of damage. Yeah. Fortunately, none of it was done to me, which yeah. is what's important. Right. Can't say that for the other two people. Oh. Because um, they were both carted off in, in, in ambulances. Oh, absolutely. Because it was, it had, the person that hit him had to be going at least the speed limit, which was 45. Yeah. And the car was, trying to make a left turn really quickly and it just I don't think either one of them had the brakes on when there was impact and sometimes that's the, that's how evil is right right evil impacts us in these really severe ways and we just and then it, it, it ripples oh yeah and it affects other people like you got you kind of were just sitting there in your car at oh, the yeah. light and <laughs> and but yet you were affected right so evil in the world can have ancillary effects on the things around them. Yeah. And those ripples can be pretty big. I think you said that in a talk the other day during Curcio, uh for Obstacles to Grace, how uh, sin and, uh, and, and you know, anything that's not of... And, and I guess here's a question is, would you consider sin evil? Yes. Okay. Yeah, separate, anything that separates us from God is evil. It is not good. Yeah. Evil seems like a much harder word, though, because there's sort of like an intentionality... Well, sometimes Behind we evil. do intentionally sin. Fair enough. That is fair enough. I, but sometimes I guess we don't. It's just because of, like, wounds or how we react to certain situations that we haven't really been able to retrain ourselves to allow Jesus to enter in and react differently. So that I would not necessarily... That didn't have it. That doesn't have intent. Yeah. So. I think there are a lot of things that... I have called evil in the past that were very subtle, mm. almost like passive evil. You know, have like passive aggressive, okay. passive evil. It's like it's insidious in a sense that maybe what someone is doing, right? They're kind of doing it, but it's not like, hey, look at me, I'm doing evil, okay? Right? And it puts up obstacles to the things that you are trying to get done in your own spiritual life. And so by this kind of passive, aggressive, passive, evil type of, of thing, it can really tear at our hearts if we let it. Sure. And I think what's important is, is that God wants us, Lisa, to lean into him. God wants us to go, okay, how can I grow in virtue in spite of this evil that has come my way? Right. And that can be really hard to do for anyone. Yeah, I was looking at that today, how to grow in virtue. You are. Mm -hmm. And so what did you find out? Well, it just kind of, uh, it was very basic right now. So it was just about how the cardinal virtues are things that we as humans can can grow in. Yes. Whereas the theological virtues are gifts from God. The theological are faith, hope, and love. Yeah. And then the cardinal virtues are fortitude, mm -hmm. temperance, yeah. temperance, justice. justice. And what is that last one? We have fortitude. Fortitude, temperance. temperance. Um, um, this is terrible. We can't remember. <laughs> Justice and start, I feel like it starts with a P. Uh, yeah. It's not perseverance, though. No, it's, um, it's not piety. Isn't that terrible? That is terrible. It's okay. Maybe we'll come up with it by the end of this episode or the next episode. But anyway, it was about how we as humans. Prudence. Prudence. Very good. <laughs> okay. Good. Got to get it in there. <laughs> But it was how we as, and I didn't, like, I guess I didn't realize, because, like, something, you, you know, you, you've you said to me, like, oh, this helps, can help you grow in virtue. And I guess I was trying to find out. Not growing virtue? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I already know how to do that. 
but I thought maybe like, so I wanted to know like, Oh, how do I grow in virtue? So, I haven't gotten that far yet. It was just an article I found. Right. And I think that holiness and, and growing in virtue are very close together. Uh, intimacy with Jesus and growing in virtue are very close together. But you know, when something happens or evil strikes at us, the devil wants to double and triple down on that. Yeah. Right. And, and, and say that you should lash out in anger or, you should, you should have great despair. You should lose hope. Yeah. The Lord doesn't want us to do any of that. Right. He wants us to see him. Right. Even in the midst of all of this. And when we can't understand, just to remain faithful to him. Because he has made a tremendous promise through his son. There's a promise he's going to keep. Yeah. So takeaway question. Are you letting um, something that has happened in your life that is not of your own doing take control of your life? If you are... Take this to Jesus. I'm Deacon Dave. Pray. Oh, we pray. That's right. I'm all confused with the shows here. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, help us to know that evil and suffering exist in this world. And while we may never fully understand it, help us to always lean into you, to always know of your great love for us, for us to grow in virtue each and every day of our lives, and to not be controlled by those things that are out of our control. And I ask that you bless everyone in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks. See you later.